Hi, I'm Britt. And my name is Alyssa. And this is Skeletales. And this is the podcast where we strive to answer the age-old question of, is my dead grandma watching me? Alyssa, have you ever been extreme camping in the woods and you're sitting around the big fire uh-huh. when you are blasted with like a face full of fire smoke and you're oh. like, Ugh, I can't breathe. I'm just going to move to the other side of the fire. So you move, you sit down and all of a sudden pew, blasted with that smoke. <laughs> Eyes are watering. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, what in the hell? You know what? Grandma. It's grandma. How did we start on this whole grandma thing? What was the very first one? Because I can't even remember anymore. I'm like, what is grandma trying to do to me? She just wants to connect. Like, it, She does. She wants to be near you. I mean, at that point, she's like, you've inhaled her. Like, you know, she just wants to be a part of your life, truly. But the whole deal with grandma was that grandma, I was always scared grandma's watching me do naughty yeah. things. I think we've moved past that. I guess so. (laughs) We just, she's just with us all the fucking time, I think. But I think it's more like, hey, Alyssa, Alyssa, you know, when you, um, no, actually, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do all the gross things Alyssa does that grandma's watching. (laughs) Well, I, we cut that one where I told you you picked a wedgie in the store, remember? And you were like, no, we can't even tell people that. Well, I pick wedgies all the time. I'm sure grandma saw and I saw I think everyone in the store saw. <laughs> I don't even hide it anymore. I think that's no. an age thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of try to make it a little subtle. Like, yeah. But oh, you're like where you're turn your back to something and you look Yeah, I get that little you, itch. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wear really baggy clothes a lot of the time too cuz you pick those wedgies way easier. <laughs> Conceal the wedgie and the crotch itch. There you go. Oh, Grandma yeah, saw, get- but you can't conceal. Big hoodies <laughs> won't conceal from Grandma. She knows what's up. She knows. Grandma is watching. Brett. Yeah. Do we what? do we talk about campfires <laughs> and grandmas watching us pick our wedgies on this podcast? Only one or two of those things. What we also talk about spooky, haunted, paranormal things here. I got ghosts, cryptids, time travel. You know what? If it's strange and unusual, we like to hear it and we want to tell that. T- teal? Nope. Tell that story. <laughs> Heck yeah, we do. Um, so today, though, Brett, what mm-hmm. are we talking about? We're talking about some spooky dookie forests, the wooded creeps, the, 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 are there other wor- wait, words for freaky forest? forest uh, the woods, the, fo- the woods, the forest, the woods, the sylvan the trees, groves, <laughs> haunted <laughs> groves, woodlands, wood, oh, woodlands is forests, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just all those haunted places that have a fuckload of trees. Pretty much, I don't In actually. Nature. I think, yeah, I think one of my stories is actually missing trees. Shit. <laughs> Literally the requirement of a forest. You know what? Don't care if it's spooky. Well, I want to hear it. I failed the assignment. (laughs) The petrified forest, Brit. Oh, it doesn't count. It doesn't have trees that are standing in the traditional sense. It was a forest. That's not where my story is. I'm finding a technicality, a loophole that doesn't even reference my story. So don't know my point. Anyway, so. Haunted forests. Love it. Love the idea. Yes. I have some stories about a haunted forest. Uh, you do? Yeah. Uh, bring do you it. here? Should I start? I'm so ready. Yes, please. Okay. So my first story takes place in Romania. There is a haunted forest. I looked up how to say it. Uh-huh. Hoya Bashu okay. Forest. And it's referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. It already, yes. So it is in Transylvania, which is just a spookiest shit place to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's stories going back to like the 1800s of mysterious happenings occurring in this forest. There's a story that in the 1870s, a little girl wandered into the forest and disappeared, only to reemerge five years later. <gasps> 
having not aged a day. Whoa. (laughs) Yes. Apparently, like, Nazis disappeared during World War II in this forest. Like, soldiers disappeared. There's another story about a shepherd and his 200 sheep (gasps) that were in this forest and disappeared. That's a joke. That's a lot of sheep to disappear without a trace. So in the 1960s, a fellow named Alexandru Sift photographed a flying object in this forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, other an unidentified flying ab- object, Brett. Uh, okay. A UFO. Okay. So that's when it sort of gained notoriety was that these they couldn't figure out that they checked the... What was it before when pictures were developed and you had the film, but you had the negatives? Negatives. Yeah. yeah. The negatives were even investigated and they were like genuine pictures of like an unidentified flying object in this forest. There's also areas within this forest that will not grow at all. Like it won't sustain any vegetation and people are unsure why. And the trees that do grow are all like twisted and gnarled and loopy and will grow in like spiral patterns and different patterns. But there's also high levels of uranium in the soil, Um, naturally occurring uranium, I think is what they said. Um, And so there's a lot of radioactivity, which does kind of tie back to the whole UFO theory of like the UFOs being attracted to nuclear sites. Like maybe they're looking for energy sources. Um, So then apparently, too, people go into this forest and they experience high levels of anxiety and uneasiness and they'll come out with like scratches and burns all over themselves without knowing why or how they occurred. So then another story of somebody disappearing in the forest for like a few days when they reemerged, they had a 15th century coin in their pocket. (gasps) What? Did they say that they'd gone back into time? That's the thing I couldn't find the like oh, accounts of the people. And I tried. What? I was feeling so frustrated. I was like, come on, there's gotta be like something. It's all like in Romanian language. Like probably, to, like, right? Yeah. Do any of our Hungarian listeners also <gasps> speak Romanian? Can you tell us? <laughs> Possibly. That would be amazing. I I don't know if that's a generalization. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel like it's they're uh, close. They are close to each other geographically. I know that. Yeah, it's you know it's like Texas and Kentucky or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, 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 I say yeah because I have no idea. <laughs> Just um, but yeah, if you know, I would love to hear that. But that's probably very true. Most of the good stories are in. A different language and I can't find them. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's speculation it's a portal to another world, it's a portal to another time, and nobody knows. It's a mystery. Oh my gosh. This kind of reminds me of like the Skinwalker Ranch of Romania. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. you have ghosts scratching your ass in the forest. You've <laughs> okay, we don't know if it's your ass. We you've got the the sightings of the UFOs, radiation. It, you know, yeah, no, just oh, strange time. That's loops. right. They do have the radiation in the ground. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the, uh, people are like emerging in this forest from Skinwalker Ranch. It's like the portals <laughs> back and forth. That's crazy. I was just at the coolest cattle ranch in Utah. <laughs> what am I doing here? Romania? Baiku? Hayu? Baiku? Um, apparently, they're. It's near like a big city. So like you can go vacation. Like it's not super remote in that. Like it would be a huge adventure to try to get there aside from getting to Romania. But like once you're there, (laughs) there's like a city right nearby. So you could stay there and then you can go explore the forest and go. Would you go? If you're in Romania, would you go in? Oh, yeah. I love a good hike. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. I love forests in general. Definitely. I would go. I would go check it out. I want to time travel. Come on. Although, what's the point? Like of time traveling, I don't want to time travel. I want to no. experience someone else like walking out from the 1800s. I don't yes. want to necessarily walk in, lose five years. Even if I look the same, that's not 
I mean, you just lose five years. No, that terrifies me because then I was like, I would be in the 1800s and be like, well, shit, this is my life now. And then all of a sudden, five years later, you're like, oh, no, I'm back in my reality. Oh, it's a mind trip. I don't like it. Oh, my God. You would hate. What's my Scottish show that I loved so much Uh, with the the healer, the outlander? (laughs) No. Yes. Yes, that's right. Outlander. This is pretty much Outlander. Okay, I I forgot. Yeah, it is. Oh damn. Okay, this is why you told the story. I I knew I was drawn to it. There's some stones that if you touch them, you get transported back in time, and then you get to marry a really hunky Scottish dude. (laughs) And then you have to go back. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. Wait, quick side note. Whatever happened to the Bermuda Triangle? Does it still exist? Are people still disappearing? Like, what is Everyone the phenomenon? Everyone wonders about that, too. Yeah. I, Maybe um, we need to have an episode. We used to hear oceans. so much about the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, Not as a kid? Constant. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why we no. don't hear. I think it still does. It's a cover-up. It's a conspiracy. You know what? That and quicksand. You don't see people dying in quicksand these days. What the hell? Yeah. Where's all the quicksand? deaths in Bermuda they were real hot in the early 90s yeah Uh, I'm a a little obsessed with this Romanian forest I love it yeah right it has everything it has the UFOs it has time travel it has I'm sure there's got to be some cryptids there's got to be some cryptids um absolutely and then I have another quick little forest story or should I um tell should I tell you that or do you want to go and then I I definitely need to hear it okay the other forest one this is probably the scariest forest ever to exist. And it's called Island of the Dolls. And so, oh, have you heard of this? No, I don't want to go there, though. I don't think. So, it's a located, this this forest is located along one of the ca- canals near Mexico City, essentially. Okay. And if you go there, there are ch- n- dolls baby dolls nailed to the trees, like a forest covered in these baby doll trees along the canal. And so the story goes that if you go there, the dolls like move and they'll like turn their heads and they'll turn their eyeballs Uh -uh. and they'll Uh -uh. move and twitch as you're in this forest and exploring the forest. And Mm -mm. legend has it, it's haunted by the spirit of a little girl who drowned in the canal. And the man, there's a man there who watched her drown, not like watch, he tried to save her. He was unable to save her and he was very upset about it. And then later on, he saw a baby doll, toy doll floating in the canal and he realized that it was probably this little girl's (gasps) doll and he grabbed the doll and he nailed it to a tree. So that was the first doll that got nailed okay. to the tree. And he, he then started feeling like a presence and odd things started happening after he nailed this doll to the tree. And so he nailed more dolls. And so he continued to nail up dolls all over this forest in hopes to, of like making this little girl ghost happy. And okay. then 50 years later, He's said to have drowned in the same spot <gasps> as the little girl. What? And now people go there and get the heebie-jeebies and the dolls watch them. And it is for sure. I don't want anything to do to this forest. Give me that Romanian forest <laughs> any day over haunted <laughs> doll, doll forest. forest. I thought it was going to be one of those things where the lock, love lock bridges, where you bring a lock and you click it on the bridge, where it was like, bring your shittiest creepy doll and nail it to a tree like it was just one dude like every day let's nail a doll to a tree and now they're probably like all decaying and falling apart and they're like like missing doll eyeballs eyes sunken in yeah i feel like people probably have started contributing maybe maybe not i don't know um but you would think that they would when like there's like gnome trails around here. Someone starts a gnome trail and then there's fucking gnomes all over <laughs> until they got to <laughs> remove all the gnomes because the gnomes are like taking uh, over the trail. Um, the PNW until, loves a gnome. Yeah, yeah. And then kids come through and smash the gnomes and people are really upset about the gnome smashing on the Facebook. Everyone had a favorite gnome like, um, oh, oh, no mistake. Was that one of them? <laughs> 
They have a disco gnome. Nope. Got smashed. I know. It's a thing. Um, but uh, those were my two little like biographical okay. forest stories. that Awesome. I, okay. So I love it. Okay. So I don't have necessarily a specific um, oh. forest to talk about, but I do have some stories that happen in forests to other people. This story comes from Blake, and uh, Blake lives in the UK, and I debated on doing my British accent for this, but then I realized it would be incredibly distracting. Um, So maybe I'll just do one sentence, UK. Okay. This happened to me about 11 years ago when walking home from a friend's house at night. See, totally distracting. Okay, now we're switching to my... I don't know if it's a good or bad accent. It's not what I expected, but I also don't know I don't have a good UK accent so either. noble. You don't have a good one? I don't know. Well, oh, that's more cognitive. Well, you... S- nope, that's just my Australian again. <laughs> okay, we're just going with my voice. Here okay. we go. I used to live in a rural part of the UK and have lived in rural areas most of my life, so I was used to long walks, occasionally at night, especially before I could drive. They never bothered me too much. I'd get creeped out occasionally, but this one night was the most terrifying experience I ever have. There was this one friend who used to live roughly three miles away from my house. He had cool parents, and my other friends and I would often go over to his house and play video games and hang out. Occasionally, this meant walking home at night if I stayed late. There were two ways back from his house. The roadway, which was about five miles long and took about 30 to 45 minutes. So I think this person being from the UK doesn't understand miles, kind of like we don't understand kilometers. So maybe he put miles, but meant kilometers? Because five miles in 30 minutes is pretty good, wouldn't you say? I, I would say, unless he's running. Is he running? Um, even I then, so. Even then, um, that's a real... So maybe we'll say kilometers. Kilometers are shorter miles. than miles, right? Sure. Okay. The roads were very quiet and eerie sometimes, but they were lit by street lamps, so it never bothered me walking this way. The other way was a shortcut through some woods, which took off about two miles, and the wooded bit was about a mile or so long. I often favored the wooded shortcut and have probably walked it over a hundred times. The woods were dark with a lack of ambient light due to living in a rural area, and who had absolute abysmal darkness. Luckily, most of the time I had my phone light to walk with, but sometimes my phone would die or the battery would be low so the flashlight wouldn't work and I'd have to use my screen light. As you've probably guessed by now, this was one of those occasions. I remember my friends and I had just finished watching a film. It was nearing 10 p.m., so we all left my friend's house and headed our separate ways home. I contemplated briefly which way I should go and decided to take the shortcut through the woods. I started walking away from his house and towards the path that headed into the woods. The street lights dimmed as I entered the fields before the woods. I glanced at my phone and saw my battery was really low, only enough power left for a couple of minutes of flash, and then I'd have to use my screen for light, and that wouldn't last the whole way either. As I saw the tree line approaching, I switched on the flash and followed the well-trodden path into the dark. To my dismay, my light died within seconds of entering, and I flipped my phone over and tried to shine while using the screen. As I walked, I looked out for all the familiar landmarks I used to see. The funky tree stump, the half-fallen tree, the enormous puddle I jumped out over. All was going well. I was halfway through the woods when my phone completely died. I remember the moment it happened. I was engulfed in darkness. I'm not sure you've experienced this level of darkness before, but it was so dark I couldn't even see the outline of my hand centimeters in front of my face. Naturally, my pace slowed considerably, and I started holding my hand out in front of me to make sure I wasn't going to walk into a tree or something. I continued walking for another minute or so until all of a sudden, 
a pungent smell hit me. Cigarette smoke. I glanced around but couldn't see anything. Then I heard it. (coughs) A cough. I wasn't alone. Thoughts raced through my head. Who would be in the woods in the dark? Are they following me? Am I lost? I quickened my pace, throwing a little caution to the wind. I carried on walking and tripping slightly on a branch. As I regained my balance, I heard another sound. Branches breaking underfoot, what sounded like right behind me. The snapping turned to fast foot uh, the snapping turned to fast footsteps that grew louder and louder i started sprinting i felt the well-trodden path turn to brush i felt branches logs and plants hitting my legs it wasn't long before i fell hard i was lying on the floor holding my knee i could still hear branches snapping around me and a voice muttering something <sighs> I didn't dare move. Then, all of a sudden, they turned on a torch. Uh, now, yes, if you don't know. Yes, it's a flashlight. Okay. We're in the UK. Here we UK. go. <laughs> Got it. I, I couldn't see anything except the beam of light, which, which seemed to be eaten quickly by the darkness of the forest. I lay motionless on the ground as the beam swept through the trees. I could still hear the person mumbling a deep growl. The crunching of footfalls grew and grew. They were only several feet from me by this point. I couldn't breathe. The light went out. The snapping of branches grew and grew, then nothing. Quiet. My eyes were wide open, but I couldn't see anything. Then I could hear wheezing (gasps) right above me. (sighs) I wanted to cry. I wasn't sure if the person could see me or not. They could have been staring right at me and I wouldn't even know. This carried on for about five minutes until the crunching of leaves and snapping of twigs started up again and got fainter and fainter as they moved away from me. I remained lying down for another five or ten minutes contemplating my escape. Like an idiot, I'd ran off the path and wasn't sure which way was back the way back to it or was home. I knew as soon as I started moving again, if the person was still in the woods, that they would hear me. Should I run or try to sneak out? I opted for the latter. I slowly rose to my feet, listening constantly to my surroundings. I picked a direction and started walking. I wasn't perfectly quiet, but quiet enough to be sure I wouldn't be hurt from too far away. I kept hearing snapping sounds and rustling in the distance, and every time, I froze. I'd hold my breath until I was happy no one was there, and then I'd start walking again. I repeated this pattern for what felt like an eternity until eventually I found the path. I screamed for joy in my mind, and I sped up my pace. After another 10 minutes, I saw light, street lights filtering in through the trees. Oh, I'd never been so happy to see a meager street lamp. But... As I progressed to the end of the woods, my heart sank. At the end of the path was a black silhouette. Unmoving, contrasted against the light background, was the dark figure of a man. (laughs) What should I do? Maybe it's a different person. Perhaps it's someone walking their dog. I froze and watched them silently, but they didn't move at all. They just stood there like they were guarding the entrance to the woods. I didn't know what to do. By this point, I'd had enough. I was so close to getting out, I decided to just run straight towards the exit, straight towards them. I was a six-foot-tall young man. If they wanted to stop me, they'd have a hard job of it, I thought. So that's what I did. I started sprinting. The figure grew and grew, and as I reached them, I stepped to the side, and I heard a loud growl. Fuck! loudly and felt something clip the back of my head and tug my jacket but i cleared him and i got over the sheep gate in one leap and sprinted to the light i eventually stopped running when i could see the first house and then looked back the entrance to the woods was quite far away now and i couldn't see anyone standing by the entrance 
relaxing a bit more now. I finished my walk home. That's pretty much it. I know I could have overreacted. It could have been somebody just in the woods or a camper. But what I thought was strange is that they didn't use their torch except briefly on that one occasion. Once they heard me, they also actively seeked me out. Who knows what would have happened if they'd caught me? In any case, I never walk that way home alone again. Ah, that's so freaky. Like, so not haunted, but man, that story gives me the like chills. Uh, The heebie jeebies for sure. Like, it's like a worse nightmare scenario when you're in the pitch black forest right oh, heck yeah well and then the only thing that i was thinking was the fact that i was thinking that if he could smell cigarette smoke then he could maybe <sighs> see the burning cherry of the cigarette you know the ember oh, true and then also how this guy's wheezing and coughing and then he somehow is like waiting for him at the end of the trail like was this somebody who knew the forest and knew it so well that it's like well i can't i didn't catch them while they were running but i know there's only one way out of this forest and i'm gonna block it like yeah or he knew his routine and knew that the boy like would walk through the forest you know like yeah he's done it hundreds of times i hate that that is super creepy i know i'm scared of ghosts but for sure real people i think are scarier like I don't way scarier. Yeah, I think like, I'd rather yes. see a ghost in the woods than oh. a real person. <laughs> Just the moment in the story where he's laying down, like he's fallen down, and he's laying, and he like hears the person standing above him. <sighs> <sighs> that gave me goosebumps like, when you I... told it, and again just now. <laughs> oh God, that's terrifying. Hopefully people aren't like walking in the forest while listening to this right now. But if you are, you're welcome. What's that behind you? Does the UK have um like bear and like wild animals? They have like no fox. They hunts. don't have any wild animals. Oh yeah, foxes. Maybe Fo- a deer or two. Yeah, but like are there like <laughs> predators in the woods that could get them? Oh, the werewolf of London. <gasps> Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. It doesn't say. It just says UK. It doesn't even specify. Oh, but it was not a full moon because if it were, it wouldn't be pitch black. Oh, true, true, true. Debunked. Yes. My theory is debunked. I'm just going to say straight up murder. Yeah. Kind of just sounds like a murderer. murderer. Well, I'm glad they survived. Jeez Louise. That is creepy, terrifying, scary wood story. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Blake, for that. Are you ready for my next story? Always. Okay, this one's from Taya. And Taya says, My father's side of the family homesteaded in Yellowstone way before it became a national park. The government did try to take the land, but they worked out a deal. I'm not sure of the details, but anyways, we have a very small, very old cabin in the middle of absolute nowhere in Yellowstone on one of the smaller lakes. It is gorgeous. Isn't that amazing? Like... Yes. That's amazing. It is gorgeous and no one is near because it takes four wheeling in on a narrow um, path to get there. As a kid, I would spend every summer out there enjoying the wildlife and my family. One summer, my cousins joined us. We found an old ragged tree stump that was basically floating aimlessly in the lake. After watching a family of beavers playing with it, we decided to swim out and use it as a boat. Great idea. I'm so sorry, parents. I think it still sounds like a great idea, right? Yes, I like that idea. (laughs) There were four of us older kids that decided to go, while the smaller, six and under, we made stay. Because obviously, us 9 to 11-year-olds were super smart and safety conscious. We (laughs) we swam headlong into the, the lake, grabbing the driftwood and towing it back to attached to the propped boating gear while swatting off the younger kids. We added a stick, it was our mast, and we grabbed more sticks to paddle, because that works. I don't think it works. We <laughs> say it in parentheses. <laughs> we set off into the lake and decided to head for the little peninsula about a mile away. We were determined little shits. The entire quote-unquote boat ride, 
it was four children straddling a log and paddling, was filled with laughter until we started hearing what sounded like music, like Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean ride song music. It surrounded us slowly, and we all stopped talking. We didn't say a word, just kept going toward the peninsula. The closer we got, the more the air smelled rank. We started whispering about how we should be careful of bears and big cats, and the two smaller and more timid up timid of us started begging to go back. But my cousin and I insisted on figuring out this adventure. We were pirates after all. So onward we went. The closer we got to the peninsula, the more lumps of dead animals we started to make out. It was utterly terrifying. The small jutted landmass had no trees, unusual for this part of Yellowstone. It was just full of decaying animals of every kind. Foxes, coyotes, field mice, birds, even a fucking cougar. I swear to God. What? The faint music I can't explain either, as there was no one to make this old-timey music in such a desolate place. We couldn't get closer than a few hundred feet because we all started gagging at the smell, and the feeling of the area turned to absolute dread. We all started freaking out and simultaneously started paddling back as fast as possible. I know it's not the most riveting story, but definitely it stuck with me. I have no idea what happened there, but I never want to go back. The best I can guess is that because it was Yellowstone, there was some sort of volcanic gas release that killed all of the animals. And since we were hearing music, we may have also started to hallucinate and we're about to end up on that island with those dead animals. Oh, my God. That does make sense because, yeah, Yellowstone. Oh, my God. That's so freaky. The visualization, too, of these four young children on a rotted log, like, rowing through dead animal bodies. Oh, my God. It's so gross. They probably went back and told their parents, they're like, all right, bullshit. Like, I don't know, right? Do you think they believed them? Have you heard about this family that they found dead in Northern California on a hike and under mysterious circumstances just like a few weeks ago? No. That this family, um, a husband, a wife, their baby, and their dog were all just found dead on a trail in Northern California. Well, because there was a cold case about this years ago. Did you hear about a cold case, a similar cold case? I don't know about that one. I don't know. This one is like super fresh. Like they still don't exactly know. But I want to say it's like near some place that's called like the Devil's Stairway or something. There has like there's a found them. They found them or they went missing. But both they they found them. They found them like the same day. Like they went out for a hike. They were big avid hikers. They went out for a day hike. They said it was hot in the area that day, but friends reported them missing. They found their car by the trailhead, and then they found all four of them. Well, including the dog, dead on the trail. And they're not sure what happened. <gasps> They've investigated like toxic algae blooms in the area. Apparently, the area used to be used for mining, and so they were wondering if it was like a methane gas release of some sort. I had this thought last night that it might be like a lightning strike. And then I looked that up again today because this reminded me of that. And that's actually one of the newer theories is that maybe it was a lightning strike, but they're just like, yeah, they can't explain why this, like including the dog, like what killed all of these people. And it didn't seem like it was foul play. It didn't, you know, they're they're just not really sure. And apparently lightning can strike and kill you. And it rarely causes like burn marks and stuff. But all four people? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Well, sorry, all three people and a dog. Yeah, I guess if they're close enough together. But they're not even sure. It's just a theory. They have no idea because it was like a hot day. It wasn't like it was a storm or anything. 
they're just not sure. Why and I want follow. Was this? it Devil's Gulch or something? That was the name of the area that it happened in. But it, that's sort of like <laughs> mysterious. I mean, it's super sad. Like that's not a disappearance, but it's just like such a bizarre thing that even the toxic algae blooms sound a little fishy. Like I don't know anyone that I know who's you, an you avid hiker like, who's just going to drink wild water in general, right? Like no. Oh, you don't do that. No. I, I would like a, some kind of toxic gas would kind of make more sense than anything. But if they're just, I don't know, if it's not in a place that has toxic gas, I don't know. That's so bizarre. Well, they're I, saying I've been fascinated by that. Yeah, no, it's kind of it's kind of baffling. And it, they did say because there are like underground mines and it could have been like a methane release oh, or some sort of gas release, but they're just okay. not sure what it was the algae thing is like a little i don't know maybe they had a water filter that they tried to filter their water through to drink i just i don't know like we hike a lot and unless you're going backpacking and really rely on that i don't see i don't know i don't see them just drinking the water but yeah mystery sad mystery so yeah that's my story do you have another haunted story that was a good one I do. I have one. It is uh, also not a haunting. My story comes from, this might be our youngest story yet. Um, It comes from Willow, who's 15 years old. Oh. Um, (laughs) So apologies ahead of time if the um, grammar is a little not as tight. 15-year-olds. Oh, okay. Uh, That's going to be just a lot of slang. Did you know that a glizzy is a hot dog? Learned that this week. Glizzy. A glizzy? Oh, that sounds kind of glamorous. It, it kind of does. Um, and then if something is like bullshit, that's cap. Uh-huh. We, should, okay. we could have a, a okay. hip young word right. of the week up the corner on Skeletales. What does cap mean again? I it's forgot. bullshit, basically. Oh, oh. oh that's oh, cap. Oh, okay, okay. That's cap. All right. Oh, that UFO? Cap. Cap on it. Put a cap on it. Those orbs are so cap. Put a cap on your little orbs. Okay, I'm calling cap on that. Now I need to draw a little. Now I need to draw a little picture with orbs wearing little caps. Caps. (laughs) Okay, I don't know if I like. There's probably just been a cringe attack upon someone young because I don't really know how to use that word in context. I just know that it's a thing. It's cap means bullshit. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, okay. Old. Yeah. All righty. <clears throat> I've always loved the outdoors. I go hunting and hiking almost every weekend with my dad or with friends. Last summer, I went to the Nebraska. I went to Nebraska National Forest for a long weekend backpacking with two friends who all call Haley and Todd. I've known them for years. We would never hike alone because of the risks, so we went together as a group. It was a seven-hour drive there. I was 14 and couldn't drive, but Haley was 16 and Todd was 15. Little babies. Haley drove us there, and we had a great time for the first few hours of the drive. But when we got closer to the forest, something felt off. I know it sounds cliche, but I had this feeling like I was going to get sick. I ignored it and thought it was just... I was just nervous. Haley and Todd noticed that I was off and asked me what was up. And I told them that something wasn't right. And they just laughed, thinking I was trying to scare them. A few hours later, the feeling was still there, but we were at the trailhead. We grabbed our packs and off we went. I felt like I was at home in the trees and the sick feeling was soon forgotten. We walked a little over five miles that day before we set up camp. We had a two-person tent that Haley and I had brought and then a hammock Todd had brought. After we set up camp and ate, we were just chilling by the fire talking. There wasn't any alcohol or drugs. This had to be prefaced because of what happens. (sighs) Todd began complaining about how he didn't want to sleep in his hammock, and I didn't want to listen to him complaining and offered to switch places. He gladly accepted, so the night went on like usual, and around 2 a.m., We all got tired and went to bed. Well, everyone but me. I have extremely bad insomnia, so I was just 
mending to the fire, oh, probably tending to the fire and chilling. Finally, I decided to get into the hammock and read. So I put out the fire, grabbed my headlamp and got into the hammock. I noticed that something was off, but I couldn't place what it was. And that's when it hit me. It was completely silent in the woods. No crickets, no animals, nothing. My skin started to crawl. Something was off. I turned off my headlamp and laid down and kept silent. I wanted to try to hear some type of animal to ease my worries. And that's when I heard it. Something was dragging against the tent. I wasn't even five feet from the tent. It freaked me out and I did something really stupid. I called out my friend's name, Haley, Todd. Then the noise stopped. I got no answer, but this feeling of dread was something I haven't felt before or since. And that's when I felt it. Something poked the hammock. (laughs) It wasn't like a soft poke. It was a jab. I was horrified. What the hell had just touched me and where the hell was it? I was frozen. I also suffer from anxiety and I felt the panic rising in me. I couldn't understand what was going on. And that's when I made another mistake. I decided I wanted to see what had jabbed me. All this happened within seconds. I reached up and clicked on my light. And that's when I saw it. It was out of my nightmares. There was a creature about four feet above me, staring at me, kind of hunched over. I was about three feet off the ground, so this thing was probably seven or eight feet tall. It looked like a dog, but it also didn't. It had the face of a wolf, but human in a way. The eyes looked red. Ears looked clipped like pit bull ears, and its mouth pulled back in a snarl and a hand claw paw thing blocking its face. Its teeth were huge and sharp. The paws, if you could even call them that, had five finger type things with sharp, long claws that looked like they could tear me apart. I was terrified. I stared at this thing for what felt like hours, but was only probably five seconds. And that is when I screamed, bloody murder. As soon as I did, this thing let out something between a scream and a howl. I don't think that I could even mimic that. (laughs) It was deep and I could feel it. And that's when I heard Todd yell, what the hell was that? And I heard the tent opening, and that's when the creature and I finally broke eye contact. I yelled at Haley and Todd to help me, and I looked back up, and this thing was climbing the freaking tree. It was still staring at me. That's when I saw the back of it. It had the tail of a dog, grayish silver fur, a black mane down its back, and a hump. I took this opportunity to scramble out of my hammock. We all took off without grabbing anything. I had no shoes, nothing. The whole time running back, I heard something in the trees behind us. We finally made it to the car. The next day, we had the park ranger go with us to get our things as we were still freaked out. When they got there, everything was gone. Not even trash remained. It was as if we were never there. They blamed us for lying. We had no idea what had happened. I had no idea what I saw or why it didn't just kill me. I haven't been back in the woods for a very long time, but still, every time I close my eyes, I see that thing and hear its roar. What do you think that was, Brett? Okay. So I was waiting for you before recording. I was like, I've got a few minutes, you know. I'm just going to like, you know, I already knew ahead of time that you'd researched some forests. So I was like, well, let's see what this Nebraska forest scene is like. Okay. I'm going to guess. Is it a dire wolf? 
Direwolf. I don't really know what that is. I just know it's a name. There's no name for it. Okay. But there are several sightings. Um, Like uh, there are um, the very first one that I read was, I mean, it was as it was in 1974 and they described the thing perfectly. It was impressive in girth let creature like (laughs) legs and torso it was about seven or eight feet in height dark fur blackish brownish hair and the face appeared to be less hairy like oh (sighs) there's like several of these there's this one woman what year was this to 79 oh wait no that yeah 79 talks about this creature like running really quickly and like climbing up trees and leaping from tree to tree and each one is all kind of described like a dog-like creature and what's so i've never heard of this before in nebraska of all freaking places and just on this website there's like three or four I mean, I haven't even looked at it for too long, but like documentations of something that this little 15 year old girl describes perfectly. I've never even seen a tree in Nebraska. I've driven I across Nebraska. I was all Nebraska. kind of ready to like debunk it as being like, oh, you're like young or whatever. But it's similar to my sweet niece Ashley situation where it's like, oh shit, here's this one person, a dark haired looking dog creature with red eyes. Yeah. Doc- it's in a newspaper in Nebraska. Like, it's crazy. Who lets their freaking 15 year old daughter though go on a seven hour a camping trip with two other kids seven hours away? She's in the every weekend she's out in the woods hunting or camping with her with her dad and friends. Like But her dad normal... wasn't there. I mean, I don't know. That's a no, big No, but tri- if they're like trusted friends she's grown up with. I like guess so, yeah, and they're and, really and avid you trust outdoors your person kid. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember that time we went to Bushnell, uh Nebraska? That abandoned town. We've been to some <gasps> weird ass places together. That was <laughs> yeah. one of them. It was like a completely sh- abandoned town that we stayed in. There was like three residents left or whatever. Our friend had inherited their grandparents' house. And mm-hmm. it was this ranch house in the middle of nowhere. There was a school that was abandoned and closed off and like an abandoned- an old mill. Remember the old oh, yeah, mill that was abandoned too? An old mill that was abandoned. There was a drive-in theater that was abandoned. And then there was a little town nearby, but it was like, it was so creepy. It was so freaking weird. And there are houses, but only like, it looks like just whatever industry that had been there along the railroad, because there was a railroad going right Uh through, right, had died. And it was just whoever kind of clung on as long as they could stayed. And it was super creepy up there. So should we just surmise that all of Nebraska is just haunted? (laughs) Creepy, haunted as shit, Nebraska. Absolutely. This thing almost sounds like a maybe dog, but also maybe like some sort of like ape or of, you know, or like something because it could climb trees. Someone called it the chupacabra of Nebraska. Like oh, this thing exists. That is it's, crazy. I didn't know. Yes. I've never heard of it. Great story. I love it. Sounds terrible. <laughs> no, thank Sounds you, Willow. <laughs> so scary. I like her wanting to hear an animal to feel better made me. I was like, I don't relate, Willow. You I don't, don't relate see, to that. I, I totally can't. We camp fairly regularly, like when the weather permits here in Texas. But I. I have a love-hate relationship with the noises of the woods because part of me is like something's out to kill me immediately. But Mm -hmm. then the other part of me is like, okay, there's some comfort in the noise. And it would be pretty terrified to be in literally the middle of nowhere and not hear a single Yeah, Everything knew what was around. They're being quiet. (gasps) Creepy. And then what the hell did it do with all their shit? That's also a baffling thing. Huge mystery. Like, what is this supernatural? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it, it went, it popped a tent up in the Baku Shavu forest out in Romania, hopped through a time <gasps> loop, camping out at Skinwalker Ranch. Mm, yeah. We've got the, that's the Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> there we go. Skinwalker Ranch, Nebraska, Romania. Hell yeah. Got it. Salt. All right. Tents popping up random places. Put a bow on that. <laughs> Love it. Love it. 
All right. Hey, if you have a haunted story of a haunted forest or a disappearance or just a mystery, a good old Mm -hmm. mystery, I kind of want to hear that. And you can send those to us at skeletalespodcast at gmail.com or you can call the hotline. 302-689-DEAD, 302-689-3323. And we are on all of the socials out there. So you can message us. Mm, yeah. Those are words. <laughs> <laughs> you can massage us. You can it's massage us. the bottom us. of my wine glass. Yeah. Message us um, on all of the socials as well. We are on Facebook, Skeletal's Community, and we have got a page there. We are on Instagram and Tiki Talks and uh, the Twitters. Twitters. I, I all of any more than We have a link tree on our Instagram. That's probably the best go to place to find all of the places you can listen. Hey, Share, review, mm-hmm. like, do the things, please. Oh, so I did want to throw out a quick, like, yes. thank you to a listener out there. Um, We had a listener, Stephanie, send both Alyssa and I these awesome hand-stamped, charmed keychains. And they're absolutely gorgeous. And they have these awesome little, like, skull pendants on them. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to Stephanie's shop. She is on Etsy and her shop is called Enchanted Soul Creations. I think on Etsy you search Enchanted Soul Create. Um, and she's on Facebook as well. Go check out her stuff. Support her. She supports us. And I love that. Did she just launch yeah. something too? She just relaunched her shop. Is that the deal? Yes. Yes. She's been on a bit of a hiatus. And so she's got all, like new merch and she's like... All right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Go check it Doing out. Great things. Um, all right. Is that it, Brett? Is that it? Uh, I think so. Okay, cool. Because I want to go for a walk in the woods real quick. I'm going to squeeze in a walk in the woods be- um, tonight before bed. Yeah, I'm going to go light a fire, I think, in the forest. Yeah. And go then, like pitch my hammock. grandma for a little bit. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Oh, hey, Brett. Hey, Brett. Brett. Oh, yeah. Brett, what is it? Brett. Huh? Haunt you later. Haunt y'all later. Good night. Good night.